damn dirty ape! Hello, all you weirdos out there, and welcome to the TGIF. Thank God it's Friday podcast. I am here on my own for now, but there's a special reason. We have talked about this on the regular show for a couple weeks now, but this week's podcast here on the Weird Science DC Comics podcast feed, they are Patreon only. We end up having a big show. We're going to have it as one big show on Saturday night. But it is Patreon only, so I am here to remind you of that, maybe entice you to go over to the Patreon and join up for as little as a dollar to listen to that show, plus many more. And every level gets you more and more shows. But I figured that instead of just popping in to remind everybody, I would also present you something. And what I'm going to give you here is one of our Patreon shows that we did a couple weeks ago. Where on our Patreon-only spotlight that we have every week, every Thursday, we ended up talking about the Batman Superman World's Finest, number one, the Mark Wade Dan Mora book that me and Eric really like. So I figured, how about I show you kind of what we do over at the Patreon a little, give you this little review, and then when you're done, you could say, boy, I really like that. I like the cut of their jib there. I think that I'm going to go over to patreon.com slash weird science and sign up. And get all of the shows that they do, including each and every week, two books are picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. Uh -uh. And that's where we get our Thursday night Patreon-only spotlight. So, yeah, that's just the tip of the iceberg, though. There's plenty of other shows. Every level gets more and more and more. And the best way to figure out all this and see what we do is to go over to the Patreon and check it out. And I say check it out because if you go right now, it is April 1st right now as I'm recording this. And not that it's April Fool's. Maybe I'm the fool. I have been called worse. But if you go over now and sign up to listen to any level, all of anything, you're not going to get charged right away. In fact, you won't get charged unless you decide that you like what you hear and decide to keep going into the month of May. If you quit before May, You'll never get charged. You can listen to the 3,000 or so shows that we have. You can listen to one, five. It's up to you. I'm not here to live your life. But I would like you to go over and check things out because I think that we do enough good things over there and some really cool shows that you'll eh, you know, end up liking what you hear and want to stay and become part of a a bigger community. Everybody listening to this is a weirdo. You're all part of the Get Fresh crew. Uh -uh. But then there's that special deal. That ends up where you get invited to the Slack. You get to listen to a lot of shows that I end up doing myself with a lot of members of the Get Fresh crew. So, yeah, it's really cool. And just check it out, even if it's just to support us for what we do here on the regular feed. But it really does give you the opportunity to get a ton more shows, a lot of stuff. And I think there's a lot that people could enjoy. You can check out the show notes. All that will have the address. But, again, it's patreon.com slash weirdscience. I'm going to take it off to me and Eric. A couple weeks ago, we ended up talking about the Batman Superman World's Finest number one that we really did enjoy. We're going to kind of jump into the middle of things. I believe that we start off by me yelling about Semisonic, you know, that damn band and their closing time. But get to the review and all that. And I'll probably pop in at the end to just thank everybody and, and, and try to entice you some more. But. There you go. Here we go off to me and Eric. You know what I, I I was thinking the other day, and it did blow my mind, the idea where you're getting, you know, your EKG and a beep, beep. And I did think 
And I remember because of a thing I read, the idea that you're not measuring the, the pulse. You're not measuring the heartbeat. You're actually measuring the absence of heartbeat, Eric. That's the beep. And it that blew sounds like my asshole mind. Talking about. It blew my mind because when the heart ends, you get that long because yep. that's the ending with no beat. So you're actually non-beat beats. And that's what blew your mind. Yeah, dude. It, it also blew my mind when I was the a kid. When I beats. sat there and I'm thinking, I'm like, oh my god, today is yesterday's tomorrow. Holy shit! Oh, I god, am this smart. is asshole talk. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh my god, I'm so smart here. But again, I, I sit there and I think some of these writers nowadays they do think that that would be you know mind blowing and end up doing it. And then I got mad because Semisonic almost took that from me with closing time. But we're going to the next book, <laughs> Batman Superman World's Finest Number One. <laughs> This is a big thing that everybody <laughs> blames semi sonic for taking them. this from you. Know you know what? Those damn semi sonic jerks. Uh, you know, we have a theme thing at the end that we used to put on the end of the podcast with the closing time. Yeah. That thing gets flagged on you. Like, you can put the, the biggest of songs. Aerosmith gets, you know, through. Not that semi sonic. They're on the wall. <laughs> they don't want any shit getting through. Again, though. If they don't have that money, they they ain't got no money. The semi-sonic, I want some of that so. semi-sonic money. Yeah, really. Uh, I like. Uh, I think this song might be a secret smile. This other song of theirs that I really like, but it's it's not. It wasn't big, Eric. It's not well known. Uh, Batman Superman. We call that a Jimmy song. Number one. <laughs> not really big. Eric, no, not really big. Not tall, Eric, and then those things. Not standing high and mighty. Uh, this world's finest book. Everybody was excited because Mark Wade coming oh, back awesome. to DC and Dan Mora on art. And yeah, there you go. Written by Mark Wade, art by Dan Mora, colors by Tamra Abon Valoner, locked, and also color letters by Adita Abidakar. And so we have this going on. The Devil Neza Chapter One Doom. Now what? Uh, it says the Devil Niz Nizha Nizha. Chapter one, Doom, is what it says, Eric. I Where's that at? Uh, it's right at the beginning. And the credits it says that. I didn't know where the credits were. Nezha, Nezha, Nezhai, that's me, Inchai, Private Eye. I don't know. You end up where I, you I get I never look at the this. story title. It's one of my problems. So when you said that right there, I'm like, is that who the goddamn well, demon is in the story? And maybe. I, I didn't get it. <laughs> and maybe that's why we're dummies. Because I don't read it until we get to this. I'm used to reading the titles because I do usually on any of the other podcasts that I do. Uh, but with that, everybody was excited. So, and, and really having some fun with this book. And I do think that it can be fun. The way I think about it, it's not quite the skew of your Titans, the only Titans you'll buy. Yes, huh? the, the thing that worries me, I think that this issue is a really good, almost whole cold open action scene that starts out a movie. It's just extended a little, like at the beginning of The Matrix, the best scene at the beginning to get everybody pumped up. And I think maybe that's what we're doing here, because by the end, my head was spinning a bit and I just couldn't grasp on exactly what we we're doing. But I had fun with it because of all the different villains and things like Please that. Say that. I'm the, reading this goddamn book thinking, did Mark Wade listen to the podcast all this time? Everything I said that I like, he's going to put in. Oh, it's all in me here. Ever. I mean, this just is Eric Shea grab back, right? Like Metallo. All I care about is like, where's Metallo ever since, you know, uh, Jarrell killed him, Mr. Oz before. He hasn't been around. Here he is. He's doing goofy red kryptonite shit. And even when you get the penguin doing normal, like, you know, old school Penguin villain shit, and then who's he paired up with? The antimatter Quardian weaponers. Yeah, you were talking about that. Right now? And uh, keep going. I'm, Poison Ivy starts the, yelling about the green. It's the word of the green the now. Is, too. I'm like, holy week, shit! I hadn't even read this yet. And last week, I'm talking about why isn't there a Doom Patrol in regular continuity books anymore? I'm like, what is happening right now? Everything I'm reading, I'm like, was he just listening? 
Maybe he was thinking. Well, I should say the credits again. Written by Mark Wade, Eric. He blocked us as well. But so you end up having. Oh, listen. No, it just was. Actually, no, that was actually something I said. I think I might have called him an asshole. It might have been me. It may be me, Eric. Was it me? I ended up because I think that he. And I think actually what I said is listen. You're on a side of things that should be, you know, kind of applauded. But so why are you dicking it up being an asshole? Something like that. Because yeah. he is. He ends up being a guy who's against bullying, but to do that, he bullies. Or he's against it. He's just, he can't get out of his own way. He's a jerk, is what I'm saying. Well, he did but, get out of his way. He blocked you. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. Well, he blocked a lot of more. people. Also, we could go down the line of, of those people. Al Ewing, Dan Slott. It's, it's a lot of people that have blocked us, Eric. But, and I say us. It's not just me. Uh-huh. Um, but with this, you end up having what you would like to get from a world's finest book. You get a lot of action. You get a lot of Batman. You get a lot of Superman. And I thought some of the stuff was clever. I just hope that Mark Wade settles down a little and actually concentrates more on a story than the wow factor, but I can deal with it for the first issue. Oh, no, the first issue is fine for the wow factor, but right away, he, you just see the skirting the line of Tom Taylor, Taylor fan service situation that he's putting into the world's finest book, because when you have, like, here's a battle with, Super, with Superman and Batman and Robin, they're taking on Pamela Isley, and they're taking on Metallo, and this whole thing's going on to where, out of nowhere, we're going to go back a few years ago before this battle that was taking place right now, just so I can tell you, you know what? Superman and Batman they're very good friends. And hold on, don't forget that point because it's going to come back later in a big way. I'm like, you really just spent all this time telling a backstory in the past that go into another backstory further in the past to come all the way around just to tell me Superman and Batman, they're really good friends. They're really good friends. Uh, but that's fun. And and again, you end yeah. up having, well, here's the thing. You end up, I'd rather what read this than some though? of the because other. In the past, with, and I have to assume it's Tim Drake Robin, but it's not the Tim Drake Robin costume that I thought it was from when we looked at the previews before when they were in the back of the books. Because when I look at this, it's very similar, but it still is very almost like um, more of a New Age, New 52 Dick Grayson redesign of his costume. And it seems weird because then later on you go back. Because even if you look at it now, he has the classic Robin booties. He has the classic Robin tunic, no stylized art, and the all yellow cape. And like, there's aspects with the long pants and stuff like that that seem like, you know, Tim Drake. But not everything about this to me screams Tim Drake because one of the things about Tim Drake that was so cool when he came out was his new distinctive costume. And this just looks almost like a just a more modern, original Robin costume to me. It's weird, though, because at one point, he does say, Batman says, I realize we don't know one another all that well, so maybe it is the play that it's Dick Grayson. I mean, this seems real. Well, I'm saying when we go before. back in time, it's definitely Dick Grayson, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the okay. present day yeah, battle, the present, yeah, he looks like Tim Drake. Yeah, no, yeah. no, he looks like Tim Drake in the, like, not even the present day because it is, like, you know, in the past because of our classic blue and gray looking Batman costume and stuff like that. But, uh, I just don't understand what the play is here because I got all excited in the new, when the it new does look two like, happened. It does look like Tim Drake, especially right at the beginning. Yeah, it, but it like, definitely even does. the costume, though, there's a, a lot of Dick Grayson hints to that costume. That's undisc- like the whole thing with the black, you know, outside with the yellow inside cape was so cool to me as a kid when he came out, the long pants and stuff like that. He still had the sleeves, which you still have here and stuff like that, and uh, some of the looks on the gloves, but. I don't know. It's this weird combination because even when you have him with the staff here, oh my God, it's Tim Drake, but it's not exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. And with that, the art's really good. And, and if you look at the art, but the problem is, is there's so much going on. 
that I find I found myself kind of lost at points. And it, it wasn't really the art's fault, just the art, but also the story and just there's so much thrown at you that I think it was one of those where just the concept of at the end, like, holy crap, that had a lot in there. That's what does kind of fun. Like? Put it all in the first and, issue. And it really is. I mean, Firestorm didn't show up. Hawkman might That's be in the background. Too. So I'm telling you, when you end up when the Cordians show up, I'm like, holy crap. Weaponers what, weapons and Penguin being doing? an actual Batman villain with this freaking, you know, with this, uh, with this umbrella gun and stuff like that, doing all this nefarious stuff. I'm like, you're more than just a guy sitting at the iceberg lounge eating goldfish. This is the penguin that I want to see right now. You are pulling out the antimatter universe. And even when you have Metallo and doing wacky red kryptonite shit, I'm like, you, you're doing it, Mark Wade. How I dare do you? Like and then that. the Doom Patrol showing up, I'm like, this, I this is just that, crazy. I think that's I, I'm with Robin, you. Robin, my favorite Batman <laughs> costume. I think when Doom Patrol showed up, that's when I was like, Oh my god, I'm getting a little dizzy here. I'm, I'm, I'm too much here, and so, but it's fun, and I hope that I hope that the fun continues. I just I need them to settle down because Zod shows up, and then you end up, you know, with every oh, Ursus there. Ursa I mean, and all of, are just to like yeah, in the, of the mind. Yeah, they're just like kind of there in the Pulling mind, but that, that allows Let's you to then, his power <laughs> suit. <laughs> the power suit. <laughs> it's of the all, mind. So yeah, but it. It allows you to go in there. Now, what I really did like, I like the concept, and I'm sure that there's some, you know, asshole out there who's going to complain about comics and, and, you know, fun or whatever. And so, how did that end up getting to be a syringe that gets into the Supermans? I, I like because the idea. Because he's being hit with green kryptonite And I like the idea with this, though, where you have, oh, I saw some people still complaining, but you end up where... You have this cocktail with the pieces. It's not just a piece of red kryptonite. There's a billion it's of them. So of different each slivers. one hits. So when it hits, red his K power cocktail. changes. And I thought that was I really wish it neat. would have lasted longer, though, because I felt like we cycled through them way too fast. Because even the idea where they're like Superman, because when you get red K going on, it's always a weird thing. Almost like the Omega Ascension. You never know what you're going to get out of it, how Superman's going to be affected. So when you initially have Superman become like all steel, like a steel statue. Oh my God, he's literally the man of steel. That lasts for like what feels like 20 seconds and then he explodes out and he moves on to a new phase. I'm like, oh. Well, and and it's funny because you say that. I also wanted, I wanted a little bit more of Jimmy Olsen. He's there. He ends up going with Rep, but really doesn't do much. I wanted some things with him maybe a little more. But what I did think, I thought that when you get a bunch of Red K, what happens is, you know, Superman's eyes start spinning like slot machines and bing, bing, and then that shows you the power. Isn't that Maybe the way Silver it goes? It'd be hilarious. But once you <laughs> telling you, so you have this and you keep going back in time to see this, you know, formation of the friendship and yeah. certain phrases, things like that. When you do go back, and we also keep seeing who will or may be the big bad still watching this. This the, is something the they set up. Maybe, yeah. So setting up this whole deal, you even have at one point they almost spell it out and then they kind of don't. They, so oh, you know, that off. symbol is with the... Uh, but um, I do like when they go back and, again, Mark Wade gets these characters pretty well. When you go back and it's years before the attack, I know that sometimes that'll drive you nuts where you're not really putting a stamp on the exact time, but you can see, like, some of the equipment and things. I no, love no, that you can for the when most part, though, because obviously you have Dick Grayson who's been captured by the Penguin who's working with the anti, like, anti-matter Quardian weaponers and stuff like that. So you have enough of a timestamp with that. This is the idea when we jump into an, like a, a story that already takes place in the past. And Tim Drake, I want a Tim Drake you know, book, but it's not the Tim Drake costume that I expect in the past because it looks like a New 52 restyled Dick Grayson costume. I'm just worried like, 
am am I just looking too much into this? Or should yeah, I just take I'm it sure for what that it is? They'll say what it is. Uh, they'll it be has to without be Tim the Drake. cow at some point. They'll say Tim when he's you know they're at the back cave. It or just something, felt but... weird for the design of the character, even though everything looks great and I I like it. It's just. I want it to be the Tim Drake design of the Robin costume. And we get to see Alfred. And I love that. I love one panel. <laughs> yeah. I love though that Batcave with like the, um, you know, sixties type look of all the computers and things like that. And I like when Alfred's like, Oh my God, what's going on? And like, Oh, uh, I love Batman. Who's just throwing shade. Oh, well, you don't know what's going on because you don't. I thought it was he's gonna talking be to Superman. He's, I know. I know. I'm just <laughs> saying, i like that. He's throwing shade at him that he doesn't, think like a criminal and things like that where alfred's just standing there with the t and then they go and you know they go to save dick grayson they go to save up robin but it's more and you know penguin has up the ante he has the accordions all these things going on are there where they have to fight and it's pretty cool i like it and you end up having you know superman save batman save them and the idea hey you do that for me i know that and always like, no he wouldn't I, I i love it it's like the idea of homer when you uh, you had that deal, when Flanders said, "Oh, I know you do the same thing," he thinks yeah. he's not going to help him. Yeah. So it, it's it's nice, and this it, is it's what you nice. want from the it's world's just finest. Exactly what you want from the world's finest because it is over the top fan service for how it works out. Because right away, the whole idea of the main plot, we have some mysterious demonic looking figure in the background, the demon, and it has put Metallo and Poison Ivy up to the task of drawing out Superman. But Batman and Robin show up, but. Metallo, like we said, has that sliver's red K. So Superman is just constantly going through all these transformations, so like just tearing up Metropolis while Batman tries to stop him. And in the midst of the action going on here, Metallo and Poison Ivy, they're going to get away, but we jump back further in time to show you that, you know what, we saw that they're friends here. But let me show you when it all started, they become friends. You do it for me, buddy. Always. All right, let's get back to Superman transforming. And also, I know a guy, like a doctor, who's all about transformations. It's Dr. not Niles the doctor. Calder. I thought it was going to be Niles Calder. And, uh, like I said, so the Elastic Girl, like Negative Man, Robot Man, they show up here. I'm like, this is fun. Yeah, it's crazy. It is fun. And I'll tell you right now, whether while I again, I'll go with this issue of being almost a whole issue action scene to start this out. That cold open, you have a real wow moments with the Red K, all these things, which but we you, saw in the previews, though, unfortunately. And we also get, you know, that interconnection, that whole deal of hey. Buddy, I'll save you no matter what. And I did really like the idea where Batman, and I'm glad it didn't work right away, where Batman's desperately trying to break Superman out of this thing where he thinks he's seen villains and all this. And you end up where he thinks Batman is Lex and in the power suit. And he says, listen, you listen to me. You can't fool me, Luther. And, it, and again, oh God, it makes sense. Me. And he's like, listen, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to my voice. Listen, nobody else knows you're identity but me and i thought that was like a dig at bendis but still the idea of that but nobody knows listen to what i'm saying i don't even know if this ends up even being in any sort of continuity anyway the way that it plays out but we'll see as it goes in the past yeah you're just gonna but you're just gonna play it as these you know greatest hits sort of thing i guess but this is either throughout the 90s or early 2000s actually no it is early 90s now so he says Clark, listen to me, but that doesn't break him out. But I thought it was a cool thing where Batman is using his noggin, trying to figure out a way to to prove that it isn't Lex, that it's him. And uh, yeah, I, I like that whole deal. And I, I had fun with this, where he also wants to stop Superman before he does something that he would not forgive himself for doing. So you get, you know, that whole friendship deal, and he is looking out for him. Never thought that the Doom Patrol would get involved in this was so crazy but it was cool to see them and again i think that mark wade is back 
doing a you know a regular book here at DC, and I do think he wants to like, hey guys, I'm back, and I I do know a little bit about the DC universe. I, I'm actually pretty good at this. Oh, I'm going to show you some things you haven't really seen in these sort of books. And to go with your Titans deal, where you said the Titans United is the best Titans, sure but is. we're getting. I like this issue it, it, it so much better than any of that shit that Joshua Williamson did, and that freaking you know the the whole deal with his Batman Superman pretty much the world's finest oh, deal that he had before. This is so that much That wasn't better. a very good series. No, it was terrible. And and that had just nonsense stories that never went anywhere. And this starts out, we're still getting the story, finding out what it is. But boy, the cast of characters is insane. And it does. It's, it's a lot just, of fun. Just a roll that. call there, because I'm going to take right off the table the idea of the mind characters. still here, though, so it's fun for you and me with, you know, Ursa, Nan, and Zod, and stuff like that. you got Lex with in his 80s power suit, so that's badass. But right away, you have Bruce Wayne and Tim Drake as Batman and Robin. You have Superman, Poison Ivy, Metallo, and you go back in time, the Penguin, the Quardian Weaponers, and then you have the Doom Patrol of Robot Man, Elastigirl, and Negative Man, and then you have Dr. Niles Calder. I'm like, you strike it off a lot of cool Listen, things and, right and, now. You know, for me, it's so funny because yet, yeah, but even having Jimmy Olsen, I mentioned him before. Exactly. Jimmy and Lois, you don't get Jimmy and True. Lois like this anymore. So that's and especially Jimmy. So he's there. We didn't like that Matt Fraction deal that won the Eisner, Eric. But I like seeing somebody that. else did apparently. He's there with that stupid bow tie, right? And even so when you have little fun, like Dan cool, Moore. Dan Mora's art's great, and he's doing all these so characters. Good. You even have in the background of that one scene, it's like from Action Comics, where Superman has that car up, but he's going to throw it at the police. I'm like, oh, that's so fun. And uh, so yeah, fun. It's so fun. I mean, take it, Superman's about to murder the police. police. Uh, What's up now, Popo? Again, remember before when you ended up having Superman attack the police, but uh, even then I said, I'm sure there'll be aliens. They were. Nobody's yelling about this, but. He's all out of his mind. I do like everybody going and jumping in to try to stop him and save him. It's such a funny idea, though, because we have a mystery of who would want to do this to Superman and get him off the playing board and stuff. So when we do have the like the Doom Patrol show up and we're going to stabilize Superman, Dr. Niles Calder's here, the freaking whole Doom Patrol, Batman and Robin. And then there's Larry Trainer, the negative man. <laughs> who has the red kryptonite syringe that Metallo so used? Mad. Like, huh? It looks like whoever did this also branded the syringe that Metallo used. Like I thought so. We've seen that horned glyph, and it has it's bad news. It's the symbol of, and then out of where no one else goes. Like gentlemen, this way. I'm like, just say the last rest of the sentence. Batman Larry. and Robin are there. Why isn't Batman like? All right, <laughs> we're walking towards that door. Tell me what you were going to say. because, And then you do play off the idea, okay, if we were going to figure it out, and we think maybe it isn't Magog, even though it still looks like the idea, it must yeah, be somebody that the Doom Patrol ends up being involved with. Why would you brand a syringe? To get, that's not <laughs> cockiness. Right? That's why. It's so cocky. The uh, devil's hubris. So <laughs> it's the devil's hand they're playing here. Even when they're like, Lois said she found some shapes on the Daily Planet rooftop that matched the one on the syringe. And at first I thought they were talking about the syringe. I'm like, what, what, what are you just getting her involved? It's like, oh, she said she found shapes, you know. We have a horned glyph on the syringe, but then like we saw some shapes appear. I'm like, we saw it somebody up there, and it looks like two shadows against the wall. I don't know if it's a guy and then a shadow of a devil or whatever it is, or how it's going to work out. But I'm like, up there, finger painting while he's waiting for shit I to go down. What are you fucking doing? Pretending, playing. Now, uh, what's crazier though? The idea of whoever this is, who seems to they want to stay mis- like uh, anonymous here, but they're you know tagging their own goddamn syringes. 
that is that crazy or the idea that we need to find a doctor who's all about transformation and we do get dr niles called on here and he's going to try to cure superman of this red k you know in the heart freaking many slivers stuff like that the idea that Dr. Niles Calder, while he may be this great doctor who can take care of transformations, he already has a freaking set of kryptonite freaking like uh, you know, like uh, operating sus, tools ready Eric. to go. So sus. And I like to where it's like you have all this kryptonite going. scalpel and my kryptonite scissors and, and my this, kryptonite spreader. Point, you know, he's there. He's like diamond and he's metal again. But when they go in, the idea that the cliffhanger of all the shit that went Don't on. trust Dr. Coder. All the shit. I mean, Doom Patrol, Cordians, they're throwing their lightning bolts everywhere. Yeah. And so the, the, the cliffhanger is the doctor will see you now. <laughs> and it's Calder Be with afraid. his glowing, glowing kryptonite tools. Where, I guess, I mean, you need that to cut into him. It I makes know, complete sense. Why do you sense, already have this? My thing is, why do you have to cut into him? Well, because he has slivers of red cane in his yeah, body. Yeah, that seems to me that you're going to just do, you're going to do what Keith Richards does every three years. He gets a full blood Drink transfusion. The blood of the children? He oh. just gets that out. And, you know, you'd have to but find it's in a his match. Heart. Supergirl. Yeah, I'm saying, though, that would still be where you drain the blood out and stuff like that would probably get rid of it with the deal. But... He already, they even said, I love the idea too. Don't call Supergirl. She might be affected as well. Eh, it's kind of in your body, but yeah. we'll, we'll see what's she can going still get on. Affected, though. I have a feeling that he's just going to, we're going to do a little bloodletting, get some leeches in here. He's going to do all do that full shit. Open heart surgery on Superman. Maybe. Again, when you inject something in the heart, that's more to get it in the bloodstream to go through and whatever. Uh, I would think that if they end up can. You I know, just imagine these, these shards, though, are going to get trapped in the veins and stuff as they pass through the body and stuff. So there's going to be slivers throughout his body. They're going to be stuck in, like, you know, making him bleed out as well. Maybe. I And the thing we didn't even mention was kind of cool. You have Negative Man, and the way they did this was to just depower him so they could take him there by making a red sun radiation. Oh, that was cool, yeah, using his idea of how his electromagnetic spectrum works. Yeah, I actually thought he was just going to burn it out with radiation, is what I thought, and I thought it was cooler what they did. They make kind of the power to take him down and take him to Dr. Colliders. Yep, and so we'll find out what exactly you know, this villain, what they were after, what they're trying to do, and is it where now they're going to act because he's down, or are they doing something to test something's out? I don't know. Or maybe Just they're don't thinking... Just Dr. Calder, though. They, well, they might be playing, you know, 5D chess, and this might be that they want a Superman that's changed up they knew well, this look, that and whatever the idea no matter what you do if in the, in the whole idea of how to be a criminal in the dc universe handbook step number one is always taking superman off the f- playing field and you do that that's immediately what you do because otherwise you're going to get caught because he's fucking superman again as easy as the thing that i said of the you know hey maybe they'll give him a blood transfusion or whatnot Maybe that depowers them or something. Maybe you're going to go because that would be where you would get, you know, the the yellow sun and it interacts with them and gives them his powers and things. I don't know. Maybe that's the play. Who knows? But you have next surgery on Superman. And then you have to. Are you out of your minds here? Seriously. There? And he's like, I'm the, I'm the smart guy. I know what's going on. But yeah, so we'll see. It yeah, just, I'm a smart guy. I know the kryptonite kills Superman. Exactly. But again, you need that to cut into him. So I guess that's the play. I think that it's supposed to look more nefarious than it is. But I still nefarious. don't trust like I keep him. saying, don't trust Dr. Calder. What ever. I don't trust is that guy. I mean, he is getting those out of that bag. But before I saw that, I thought this guy just blinked and made these things show up. Like, what is he doing with this hocus pocus? Uh, but all this I thought was really fun. And in uh, case anybody ever wanted to know who could win in a fight, Superman or Robot Man, you find out in this that while Robot Man is very cool, 
He cannot hold a candle to no. a raged out Superman. No, no, there's no way. Uh, and even like little things. When Just Zod like most comes things in, in life. Zod shows up. He thinks that Zod's there. It's up the mind. I like the play here where Mark Wade realizes like he can't really have the real Lex come and get the get, so yeah. it's of the mind. Yeah. So I like that I'm waiting for the crime syndicate to show up next. And like we're supposed to be in the you know sense. in the damn phantom zone. It's going off and Batman has to kind of stop him. It really plays off like the idea where you go out with your buddies and the one guy gets drunk and he wants to start fights with everyone. You gotta go Aye, you got you gotta, you gotta stop that guy, but then you also have to apologize for his place. ass the whole way. This was me in the odd in Buffalo watching a hockey game. And a stupid Brian guy. It, it, one guy just says, hey, you got a light? Well, we weren't supposed to. You're not supposed to smoke in there anyway. But uh, all of a sudden, this Brian, why are you fucking with me, dude? I'm like, what? What are you doing? And you're apologizing to one guy while you're punching another guy. It's the worst. It was, And we got kicked out. We got blocked from the odd in Buffalo and ended up having to go to Toronto a night early. That was the odd. That was where the Buffalo uh, Sabres used to play back in the day. It was shitty, shitty stadium. It was okay. so bad. But Brandon, he has fond memories of it still. He liked the odd in Buffalo. It's funny because anytime I say you have to almost always say the odd in Buffalo. It's a it's crazy the deal. Odd. Yep, the odd. I think it was, you know, A-U-D. I thought you were, like, abbreviating autumn all of a sudden. Like, you know, it, it was the odd. <laughs> you know, me back at the odd in uh, Buffalo that year, it was a tough year that Look, year. I don't know what's going on. I have to try to jump conclusions to follow along. As you know, Buffalo goes through 11 months of winter, but you get that odd for that one. Oh, we call God that for August. The <laughs> the snow had just melted, and now it was on its way again. Oh, the odd. Let's say it's going to be an Indian summer. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! It lo- the, instead odd. of instead of like the you know the whole deal of how many months of winter are left, whatever the thing in Buffalo, it's just. I like guess the ch- thing is the groundhog comes out and dies. The groundhog is just frozen <laughs> yeah, there. The groundhog he has it good in Puxatawney. Up in Buffalo, they have a chicken that comes out, freezes, and they they make things. Buffalo Bernie over here, it seems like he's still frozen to death. Wait a minute, Buffalo Bernie lived. It means we only have 10 months of winter this year. Hooray! Now Thank kill him God anyway. Kill him anyway. Let's have wings. Yay! Get his meat. It's like, precious, just imagine precious the, meat. The kids there, they have two bottles, right? They got the, the wing sauce in the one bottle and then probably just like low-class beer. On the other, low class beer. Say, <laughs> what's low class beer? I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's just Bud Light. I don't okay. know what low class beer is. I'm not a drinker, Eric. I'm a thinker, is what it is. But yeah, by the end, this Maybe is Eric Shea's. This is Eric Shea's like dream come true. Well, it is to a degree, but the but thing is, maybe it's like in what you six talk, issues, right? It's what you talk about all the time in Nightwing, though, or even Superman, Son of Kal El, where it's just sitting there in your face with no real substance. So, like, yeah, that's so cool, but. You get it for like a few panels and it's over and then you move on because even the idea of like Metallo and Poison Ivy, they're just bit players in this overall story and move on pretty quick. And then it's a flashback to the freaking Guardians and the Penguin that I want to see. That's a few like panels and then we move on just to Superman rage out the entire time with his like, you know, red K problems. But I guess you get more Doom Patrol than you get anywhere else. So but the thing is, for a first issue, this will definitely get a lot of the people's attention because of how out of the box and cool it is, how great it looks. And it's Batman, Superman, plus a freaking plethora of other great DC underutilized characters. And because of that, I will give it an 8 out of 10, but I'm going to need more than this going forward. I need more, too. I'm actually as high as an 8-8. Eight, eight. I, I thought that the art was really good. And why I end up yelling about, you know, Nightwing and fan service, things like that, that's a regular 
book, regular continuity. You, I, I want something from it, and all you're doing is. And even then, it's not like you had at points in the Nightwing book of, oh, that's cool. You know, when they were little, him and Barbara. All right. But now it's just the fan service, like you're saying in this, is Tim Drake showing up. And then this person. then the t- But in this, it that's what the world's finest book kind of is. It is a fan service book. So it's almost like that. this is the home court for the fan service. So it, it fits a little better. But I do need a story. And by the end, it's... When when Negative Man's like, listen, I know who this is, who we're going to fight the big bad. It's, oh, follow me here, gentlemen. The devil in this, huh? Like, oh, so, yeah, hopefully it's not just that and it's in the title, but maybe it is. So we'll have to figure out. It does seem, though, that it would be something that the Doom Patrol would be aware of. So maybe that's a cool little deal. I never expected the Doom Patrol to be in this book, though, and I have to give that some kudos and all the other characters and even the way he played it with the of the mind that's fun it's fun for a first issue like you said it gets people excited it gets people and and the talk of the town here is that this is a really fun book and we're not getting books and and again people are we're saying that we know the fan service of a nightwing or even a super uh you know superman son of kal-el this seems like it's more for the fun of it, right? They're, oh, my God, this is so great. So I think that there's a place for this, especially it in the world's finest. It's fun, too, because you are doing stuff in the past, so you don't have to deal with any of the dark crisis or other continuity stuff currently going on in either the Superman or Batman books. Yeah, and almost like you read this and you're like, yeah, you know what? Comics used to be fun. Holy <laughs> moly, look at this. And I saw a couple of people even mentioned, like Grant Morrison recently said, you know, comics should be fun. Comics should be the idea that heroes are heroes and doing it, and this really is that sort of book. So I think that this will do well. I think that the word of mouth will end up being, oh, my God, this is the kind of things that we would like from D.C. I'm it just seems like the bath houses this week. Yeah, really, at the bathhouses there. I'm there at the hot springs and the hot tubs, and, uh, yeah, I might as the well. Hot springs and the hot tubs. <laughs> I do like this. I, I do like it, and the, the art. Pretty damn good. So overall, pretty damn good uh, uh, overall book. So yeah, check it out. I'm sure most people were checking out this first issue. This was a pretty really, big out of all thing the books coming. this week. This is the one that everybody should have on their pull list right away to check out that DC Comics is currently putting out. I had it on my pull list six months ago. You didn't realize, Eric. I was really? doing my you own thing. Aquaman like for this? a year and a half ago. I said, you know what's on this? That Mark Wade World's Finest. You said, what is that? That's not a book. I said, you'll see. Is what I said. Uh, right now, I'm now going to put on my new one. It is the Donny Cates Justice League book. It may happen in like five years. It's on my pull list, Eric. I just thought about the whole idea of what you do with your pull list and how it's nonsense to me. But it does make sense because you are so cheap. You'll have everything in your pull list that doesn't come out so that you can just pocket that $25. Pocket it? It's not getting out of the bank. I'm just going to sit and look at it. And that is it. I hope everybody enjoyed hearing me and Eric talk about the Batman Superman World's Finest number one there. And just again, before we go, let me remind you, you can get that weekly spotlight with two books each week that come out on a Thursday night. Kind of kicks off our DC podcasting week. You can end up going and getting that at patreon.com slash weird science. And there's a ton of other things over there. You end up getting the regular show a day earlier that comes out Saturday night as early access. There's also a bunch of Weekly podcasts, I end up doing an Injustice Gods Among Us reading club. That's one of the podcasts I have on the Marvel side of things. A Ultimate Marvel Comics podcast. Also end up having a bunch of different things like that. And even the idea that I'm going to be starting 
a milestone podcast coming up this month of April as well. That's just the tip of the iceberg, though. There's a ton of things. Just please go check it out. Patreon.com slash weird science. I think that everybody can find something to like over there. And yeah, I'll see you over there. And that's awesome. So thanks, everybody. Thanks for letting me push that a little bit this week. And me and Eric will be back next week to get all the things going again, the TGIF, the regular show, all that. But thanks, everybody. And I will talk to you then. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.